Well, the Lauren Dickerson case feels like it's been traumatic for everyone involved. The mother of three was yesterday found guilty for the murder of her children in 2021. She was deemed not insane. Former president of the New Zealand Criminal Bar Association says it would have been an extremely stressful decision for the jury. Gary Gottlieb joins me now. Morning to you. And good morning. Uh, enormously difficult for them to come to this decision. I mean, some of them reportedly crying as uh, they left court. I mean, I can't imagine what they had to sit through. Well, it's a very hard case. Uh, it really was a case between experts, and one wonders whether it's appropriate juries sort of handle that situation because uh, it's uh, very concerning that uh, there's such a, a basis for juries to try and contemplate where it's uh, hard enough. Experts couldn't agree themselves. Exactly. I just wonder where the juries, you know, they had to sit through so much conflicting expert opinion presented to them. That must have been enormously hard to digest. Well, that's correct. One often wonders that when there's a conflict like that, that might well, on the face of it, raise a reasonable doubt. And uh, it's just one of those things that uh, you can be quite concerned about how uh, a trial can proceed on that basis with with the... the, the crown very strongly saying uh, this was premeditated. Because it's an enormous power you're putting on the jury's shoulders to deem whether someone is insane or not, isn't it? Absolutely. And yeah. uh, the, the law used to exist that um, uh, when these sort of cases went on, it'd it often be one for the crown and one for the uh, uh, defence. And uh, if they disagreed, there's a there's a quite a famous case where Henry, you know, who was the psychiatrist for the Crown, uh, said the person was sane. Uh, then the jury found the person not guilty on the grounds of insanity. He was then transferred a special patient to Henry Bennett's um, uh, psychiatric unit. He said, "Well, here you are. I'm deeming you sane. I'm going to sign the papers. Off you go. You let him let him go right away." So uh, that's that's the conflict that can go on in these sort of situations. Yeah. The weight on the judge right now around the sentencing must be huge too. Absolutely. Uh, the law changed in 2003 with the Criminal Procedure Mentally Impaired uh, uh, um, Persons Act, uh, which allowed uh, a, a jury, well, need, you didn't need a jury trial because of both the Crown and the... Uh, Defence had a psychiatrist uh, on, a, on the balance of probabilities. The judge could rule that there was no need for trial. I was murder trials in 2003 or four, something like that, where that happened. Uh, but then you get a, a conflicting situation where you can't get either side to agree. Then you leave it to the jury. And I think there were two psychiatrists on either side. And it couldn't be more confusing, I would have thought. Yeah. Should there be a clearer line around the use of prisons versus mental institutions? Well, yes, but the, there, there is quite a bit of law which the judge can look to, uh, and she hasn't remanded her to prison. He's remanded her to a psychiatric uh, yeah. uh, place again and, and waiting on report. Uh, he may be doing his very best to see what he can remedy in this situation. But one thing that actually has caused me concern and what I've reflected on is what seemed to be a very big thing in this case was the Crown said that um, because, um, and, the, and the jury obviously thought it was important because the Crown said that it was premeditation if you look at her video interview. And in that video interview, um, she said the uh, 
she killed one of her two-year-olds first because she'd been nasty to her. Mm-hmm. Now, that bears no relation to a two-year-old cognitive level, what their brain level is. The two-year-olds don't think that way, mm-hmm. and that just shows how distorted uh, the mind of the uh, accused was for her to say anything like that. I would have thought that would have reinforced the fact of a, an unstable mind and, and the basis of insanity. And uh, But uh, I, I just can't... Um, uh, quite fathom how that was able to get, be able to be said that was premeditation when one looks at all the studies on two-year-olds mm. and you probably know a two-year-old like yourself, uh, Kate, that mm. uh, they don't have the cognitive or brain power to be, be nasty at two-year-olds. They are, they are just young kids just coping with life and, and for a, the accused to be saying something like that just shows how disturbed her mind was. Yeah. Gary, thank you so much for being with us and your expertise. Appreciate it. Gary Gottlieb, barrister and former president of the New Zealand Criminal Bar Association. For more from Early Edition with Kate Hawksby, listen live to News Talk ZB from 5am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.